Uh, Casey, are you there? I'm here. What's up? Oh, shit. There you are. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. Okay. So today we're going over guilt offerings and trespasses. Now, um, uh, apparently this has to do with like monetary shit. So I don't know why God is all concerned about monetary things, but I mean, you would think somebody that's eternal wouldn't really give a fuck about how much gold one person has. But I mean, then again, he likes diamond encrusted dildos um <laughs> so we we've got the ways to atone for sins um and then we it, they do it and uh they add damage in monetary sums like if you're apparently if your sin damages somebody you're gonna i don't i don't know i don't know exactly how me masturbating in the corner is going to damage anybody's property but if he wants to charge me five nickels for it i guess <laughs> um and then there's also sins of omission commission and fraud and theft, which I'm guessing is is where the monetary stuff comes in. So maybe it's not just, you know, me jerking off. Although me jerking off could be like commission, I guess. Omission would be me not telling God about it. I don't know how he can charge me any kind of funds for it, though. Uh, but any, but anyways, there's then there's special atonements for the Sabbath, and then apparently you got to do it every month, and um, then there's for the unknown murderer. Uh, we all know who the fucker is. Jared, quit doing that shit. <laughs> Everybody's like, fuck Jared. <laughs> who the fuck is Jared? Jared has his mind blown right now in the comments. <laughs> like, whoa, what the fuck? How do you know? <laughs> uh, and then there's rituals. Uh, apparently they have a concern for animals. I don't know where this comes into play. I mean, they've been slaughtering shit left and right so far. Um, but, but also apparently it's very important, this period of eating and, uh, that concerns unleavened bread. If you guys don't know, that's bread without the yeast. Uh, and then we have other kind of things. Well, here's one thing. Maybe you can explain to me, Casey. Mm -hmm. Why exactly do the Jews have to feel shitty for being the Jews every single fucking day, even though they are God's chosen person? I, I don't know why they have to feel shitty, to be honest. Um, so that they'll keep giving the priest shit. Probably. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, we're going to see some more showbread. Can you imagine, like, Grandpa in his house, like, here's my showbread. <laughs> Been working on it for five years. It finally rose in the right way. <laughs> and then uh, there's something called Aaronic Benediction. I can only assume that has something to do with the Pope, like Pope Benedict. Benediction? I don't know. It's That seems right. No. But I mean, most of what you said was right. See, uh, but but a benediction has nothing to do with the pope, <laughs> with the former pope, because the current pope is not Benedict; it's Francis. All right, y'all ready for this born thing? What? What's up, heathens? How y'all doing? <laughs> hey there, Casey. What's up? Yeah, so I didn't really know how to make this whole intro funny because it's really just a bunch of red tape bullshit that we're still going through today. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, guilt offerings and trespasses. I mean, the the whole idea of guilt offerings, I don't know. It, it just sounds like he wants the Jews to feel guilty for being the Jews, even though he's the one that made them the Jews. Yeah. I mean, it, 
sounds fucky to me. Well, see, we'll get through this, and, and this is the offering stuff. We'll get through this this week, and the next week we get to talk about all kinds of cool shit. We get to talk about defilements for the dead and holy appearances and unapproved marriages and harlot daughters, um, unclean not-to-touch stuff, um, the the sabbatical year. We get to talk about all kinds of neat stuff next time. Then the time after that we're going to go through purifications for leprosy and childbirth and all kinds of shit. So let's get through this one. We'll get through the last of the offerings and uh, then we'll have some more exciting stuff next time. Oh, fuck. You mean there's an end to the offerings? Well, you would think so, but they just continually go round and round, especially especially because you're going to have to do weekly ones on the Sabbath and monthly ones. And that's aside from the regular ones you got to do that we've already talked about. It's a lot. It it feels so cumbersome to be a goddamn Jew. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So so let's talk about guilt offerings real quick. So in any case of sin or offense, a guilt or a trespass offering is to be made to atone for sin. Um, Where monetary damages can be assessed, there is also the idea of restitution in which value is given over and above the damage inflicted. So basically it's an offering of money or of equivalent value. So I wonder, would this, would this like concern like, you know, raping a young virgin and paying the father off? Oh, well, I mean, they don't talk about rape as being a problem here. Oh, well, I mean, rape is rarely a problem in the Old Testament, but I kind of figure, you know, since they treat women as property, I mean, damaging that quote unquote property right there might be included in this section, but it's not. Okay, so way way to go, daily Bible writers. (laughs) So the first couple things are in Leviticus chapter five. We're going to talk about sins of omission and sins of commission. Okay, so sins of omission. The Lord said to Moses, when a person commits a violation and sins unintentionally in regard to what? What about the sins of emission? (laughs) (laughs) Is that covered under commission? (laughs) No. So sins intentionally, unintentionally in regard to any of the Lord's holy things. He is to bring the Lord as a penalty, a ram from the flock, one without defect and of the proper value in silver. Okay, so the ram has to be worth enough money. Right. And everybody right now, imagine a humpback ram (laughs) because that would be the defective one. God would look upon that and be like, what the fuck? Have I not told you guys enough? No defects. Also, also shifty eye over there can't be sacrificed either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're actually going to talk about um, what defect means. Ooh, finally yeah. some some like some, <laughs> some rules here. Some information that would have been good to have a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the value in silver, when they're talking about that, it's based on the sanctuary shekel of the time, which was about uh, two-fifths of an ounce or 11.5 grams. Okay? So this is a guilt offering. He must make restitution for what, are, what he has failed to do in regard to the holy things. And you have to add a fifth of the value to that and give it all to the priest who will make atonement for him with the ram as a guilt offering and he will be forgiven. So So you're not actually giving it to anybody because this is a sin of omission. So you're not actually hurting anybody, right? You're just doing something against God's rules. I disagree. You're hurting God. (laughs) God looks upon these things and is like, fuck, that hurt. That's like kicking me in the balls. Well, so I think this is interesting because if you are the priest 
you know, the group of priests here who are obviously ruling things, right? Right. You can just make up whatever you need to make up and tell people these are the things that are wrong and bad. And if you do them, then you have to give us money and you have to give us food. Well, animals so that we have food. And I, I just think it's interesting because they they make normal everyday things sinful. Yeah, like and, jerking off. Well, and that's to ensure that people are going to sin. It's like, sure, make don't, you know, murdering people is a sin. So you have those, you know, big things, of course. But then like the normal everyday shit that people are going to do, you obviously have to have those as rules or else most people aren't ever going to sin and you're never going to have food or wine or silver or anything like that. Right. Maybe one day they were just sitting there like, listen, guys, we need more offerings. OK, I, I can't do this shit anymore with getting down to the wire and not having a little lamb chop to eat. So, you know, maybe we could just make some mundane shit. You know, like sinful. I mean, what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So you have to you have to give them the ram worth a certain amount of value and add a fifth of the value and give them that in silver. Um, They're like fucking mafia bosses. It's like, listen, yeah. do this and we'll keep you protected from the Lord God. Okay? Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. They're giving him as a guilt offering and the priest will make atonement for them for God and the and the Jew will be forgiven. Ooh, this is a good racket for them to run. I mean, I come on, honestly. Right. Okay, so here's sins of commission. If a person sins and does what is forbidden in any of the Lord's commands, even though he does not know it, he's guilty and will be held responsible. He is to bring the priest as a guilt offering, a ram from the flock, one without defect and of the proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him for the wrong he has committed unintentionally, and he will be forgiven. It is a guilt offering. He has been guilty of wrongdoing against the Lord. <laughs> I just imagine, I unintentionally slipped and fell into some pussy. <laughs> uh, can I just sacrifice this lamb and still go to Sheol? <laughs> Ram. A ram, whatever. Yes, we're sacrificing fuck. a ram this time. <laughs> well, whatever the fuck. Here's Humpy. Oh, fuck, I forgot. No defects. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for fraud or theft. Now, this is in Leviticus chapter 6. The Lord said to Moses, if anyone sins and is unfaithful to the Lord by deceiving his neighbor about something entrusted to him or left in his care or stolen, or if he cheats him, or if he finds lost property and lies about it, or if he swears falsely, or if he commits any such sin that people may do, any such sin that people may do, whatever. When he thus sins and becomes guilty, he must return what he has stolen or taken by extortion or what was entrusted to him or the lost property he found or whatever it was he swore falsely about. He must make restitution in full, add a fifth of the value to it, and give it all to the owner on the day he presents his guilt offering. As a penalty, he must bring to the priest, that is, to the Lord, his guilt offering, a ram from the flock, one without defect and of proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord, and he will be forgiven of, of all the things he did that made him guilty. So not only does he have to go to the priest with the ram, he has to first, you know, make well with whoever he's wronged. Right. Yeah. So, so like, what if he can't make well with the person? Like, what if the person's like, no, nah, fuck you. Go to fucking the ghetto version of Sheol. That's not an option. Oh, it's not an option for, so you don't have the free will to not forgive the person? No, because God <laughs> says, 
when you make restitution and add a fifth of value, you'll and you do this. This is the way to be forgiven all as well. Oh, so it's okay. really not it's really not the choice of the person who has been wronged to decide what is right, what will make it right. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now the pre. I- I have to say, though, before we go on, this is the true sign of ultimate justice here. (laughs) (laughs) So are you ready? Here's how the priests do it. Oh, wait. Like, what kind of do it? Atone. Oh, okay. Sorry. My mind was off in the gutter. We're going to be killing things again. Oh, okay. So it's that kind of masturbation. Let's go. All right. So these are the regulations for a guilt offering, which is most holy. Most holy. The guilt offering is to be slaughtered in the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered, and its blood is to be sprinkled against the altar on all sides. All its fat shall be offered. The fat tail and the fat that covers the inner parts, both kidneys and with the fat on them near the loins, and the covering of the liver, which is to be removed with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as an offering made to the Lord by fire. It is a guilt offering. Any male in a priest's family may eat it. But it must be eaten in a holy place as it is most holy. And you also masturbate with the intestines. Gross. <laughs> oh, wait, that's where you go gross? I mean, we did, we, they, they scraped out all of the fat, cooked it, and it was like, y'all can eat the kidneys or the asshole, whatever you want. <laughs> but no, masturbating with the intestines is gross. Okay. So any male in a priest family may eat it, right? Uh, but they have to eat it in a holy place. I think I already said that. So the same law applies to both the sin offering and the guilt offering. They belong to the priest who makes the atonement with them. The priest who offers the burnt offering for anyone may keep its hide for himself. Every grain offering baked in an oven or cooked in a pan or on the griddle belongs to the priest who offers it. And every grain offering, whether mixed with oil or dry, belongs equally to the sons of Aaron. Okay. Right. So now we're going to conclude with the main offerings and move on to the special offerings. So the the regulations we've seen up to this point in regards to offerings, which have been the past couple of weeks, are the regulation for the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering, the ordination offering and the fellowship offering, which the Lord gave to Moses on Mount Sinai on the day he commanded the Israelites to bring their offerings to the Lord in the desert of Sinai. Okay. All right, so we're wrapping that up. Is Moses not dead yet? Moses is dead. Oh, okay. But this is in Leviticus, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. They, yeah, we they went cut back. Up all, uh, yeah, never mind. Okay. Go ahead. So now we're going to move into numbers for some special offerings. Now, in addition to your five main offerings, there are other offerings that you have to, you know, do. So on the Sabbath day, you have to make an offering of two lambs a year old without defect, together with its drink offering and a grain offering of two tenths an epath. What did we decide this word was? I don't know. Fucking stupid. (laughs) A fine flour mixed with oil. This is the burnt offering for every Sabbath, in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. Okay, so this is every Saturday. I'm 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 face palming myself right now because it's like you gotta get one one year old lambs. If they are one and a half, I will fuck you up, okay? (laughs) Just look at Aaron's sons. I shove fireballs up their ass, and that was just for the wrong kind of fucking fire. Yeah, so it's it's interesting that they have to sacrifice so many fucking animals. But but we're not done yet. 
right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like you got to spend the first four hours of your morning sacrificing shit. And then before you go home, you got to spend four hours sacrificing shit. And then that only leaves about four hours of actual goddamn work. No wonder why they didn't press uh, progress, uh, you know, technologically. Okay, so each month you also have to offer. On the first of every month, present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old. Holy shit! All without defect. With each bull, there is to be a grain offering of three tenths of a whatever the fuck that word is, a flower. <laughs> 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 With with the ram, a grain offering mixed with oil, and with each lamb, a grain offering of more flour, fine flour mixed with oil. That This is for the burnt offering, a pleasing aroma, an offering made to the Lord by fire. With each bull, there is to be a drink offering of a half a hen of wine, with the ram a third of a hen, and with each lamb a quarter of a hen. This is the monthly burnt offering to be made at each new moon during the year. Besides the regular burnt offering with its drink offering, one male goat is to be presented to the Lord as a sin offering. That's just that's just praising the devil right there. Killing a goat in in an offering. Yeah. That's that's satanic shit. That's what you do to praise Satan. I thought that um you come home from work and put horns on and um Well, no, that's when we sacrifice kitty cats to the Lord Satan, okay? Those bunnies. No, remember? I mean, your person at work said that we sacrifice kitty cats. No. Um small animals. Just small it was just generic small, small animals, animals to Satan. Yeah. Well, so our, like it could our, be squirrels or our name <laughs> can you imagine like <laughs> small sacrificing small animals and we go and get like a little mouse <laughs> that, that that's just sadistic let's not talk about that shit <laughs> okay um so then in Deuteronomy they talk about offerings for unknown murderer so if a man is found slain i don't in in this case i don't know if it's a woman it doesn't matter or if they mean man like person right oh, fucking jared <laughs> if a man is found slain, slain laying in a field in the land of the Lord your God is giving you to possess, and it is not known who killed him, your elders and judges shall go out and measure the distance from the body to the neighboring towns. Okay. Then the elders of the town nearest the body shall take a heifer that has never been worked and has never Warn a yoke and lead her down to a valley that has not been plowed or planted and where there is a flowing stream. This is very specific. There, there in the valley, they are to break the heifer's neck. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that, shit, that shit went sideways quick. <laughs> like you're expecting a nice little vacation, but no, fucking Dexter. <laughs> yeah, it's like with a little brook, put her little deer lips down to the water. Bam! instead of a bullet it's you know breaking the neck <laughs> okay so the priests the sons of levi shall step forward for the lord your god has chosen them to minister and to pronounce blessings in the name of the lord and to decide all cases of dispute and assault then the elders of the town nearest to the body shall wash their hands over the heifer whose neck was broken in the valley, and they shall declare, ready? Our hands did not shed this blood. I mean, except for the heifer you just fucking killed. <laughs> Nor did our eyes see it done. Accept this atonement for your people Israel, whom you have redeemed, O Lord, and do not hold your people guilty of the blood of an innocent man. 
and the bloodshed will be atoned for. So you will purge from yourselves the guilt of shedding innocent blood since you have done what is right in the eyes of the Lord. So is this supposed to be like ultimate justice here? Because like it just feels like if somebody's killed and you don't know who did it, you just you go break the neck of a heifer, wash your hands over it in some kind of weird fucking blood magic. And then it's it's just all forgiven, and you, you just go your separate ways. You forgot the chant. Oh yeah, you got a chant. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm new to the whole blood sacrifice thing. I yeah. mean, atheists don't really do that shit. <laughs> yeah, so you got to do the chant, and then basically what they're doing is they're atoning for the whole of Israel since they don't know who did it, and they can't punish the individual. So so, so they, they make atonement for they everyone. can't. Okay, so let me get this straight. They can't find who to blame it on, so therefore the entire nation of Israel is is at fault for it? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's everybody's fault. You didn't fucking see it. Yeah. There's 65 million of you. You should have <laughs> seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they do. Way to go, God. I love this whole ultimate justice thing going on here. If you don't know who did it, you're all accountable. And kill a cow. Yeah, kill, kill a fucking cow, which still gets me. It's, it's like you go down there, you break her fucking neck, and then you wash your hands in her blood. Well, I don't think it's technically in her blood, but I mean, they're just one step away from washing their fucking dicks in the neck blood. <laughs> it's weird. Okay, so let's move into rules pertaining to offerings. And there are some rules here that are in Leviticus and in Deuteronomy. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go through... What offerings are acceptable? So the Lord said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites and say to them, if any of you, either an Israelite or an alien living in Israel, present a gift of burnt offering to the Lord, either to fulfill a vow or as a freewill offering, you must present a male without defect from the cattle, sheep or goats in order that it may be accepted on your behalf. Do not bring anything with a defect because it will not be accepted on your behalf. When anyone brings a herd or flock, a fellowship offering to the Lord to fulfill a special vow or as a free will offering, it must be without defect or blemish to be acceptable. We just said that like three different ways, right? Okay, so do not offer the Lord the blind, the injured, or the maimed, or anything with warts, or festering, or running sores. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just imagine? It's like, oh, give him Festus over there. I mean, he's pretty fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Do not place any of these on the altar as an offering made to the Lord by fire. You may, however, present a freewill offering of an ox or a sheep that is deformed or stunted. Oh, okay. So Humpy can go and get killed. But only as a freewill offering. That's like extra on top of all the other offerings. Okay. Oh, okay. But it will not be ex- accepted in a fulfillment of a vow. Okay. You must not offer to the Lord an animal whose testicles are bruised, crushed, torn, or cut. <laughs> Check all Festus's nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to sacrifice those ass this year. <laughs> Which I think is interesting because they cut their genitals. Yeah, they do. Make sure it ain't no bruised or cut. <laughs> Papa, you bruised little Samuel's nuts the last week. <laughs> okay, so you must not do this in your own land and you must not accept such animals from the hand of a foreigner and offer them as the food to your, of your God. They will not be accepted on your behalf because they are deformed and have defects. So we got an idea, a little bit of an idea of what is defective, right? 
Right. So Humpy can go. He's but fine. only, but only, only, for... only as a free will. I yeah. got it. I mm-hmm. got it. Only as a free will. And only if it's an ox or a sheep. Rams, oh. goats, other things that are that are deformed or stunted are not acceptable. The fuck, God damn it! We're trying to get rid of fucking Stumpy here, <laughs> or Humpy, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Okay, but in Leviticus chapter 22, they have legitimate concern for animals. You ready? Oh, yeah, that's why they broke the neck of that one heifer, because they didn't know who killed Gianni. Yep. So the Lord said to Moses, when a calf, a lamb, or goat is born, it is to remain with its mother for seven days. From the eighth day on, it will be acceptable as an offering made to the Lord by fire. Do not slaughter a cow or a sheep and its young on the same day. Okay. So it's funny how the exact same amount of time between birth and able to be sacrificed, it's the same amount of time between birth and when you're circumcised. It's odd how they do that, isn't it, fellas and ladies? (laughs) I know Shannon's listening. Yeah, Shannon always listens. She does. Um, But yeah, and I think it's also interesting that you can't slaughter um, the parent of a young and the young on the same day. Right. Don't do that shit. It'll piss Jesus off. I, I don't know why that fucking matters. But also, <laughs> most of the time when you when you slaughter something, like, as far as... Well, this just says slaughter in general. But, like, you're not... You wouldn't offer a parent of the young and the young on the same day because the parent would be older than a year. Yeah. Generally maybe they're just reinforcing it because their people are somewhat slow. <laughs> um, Caution! Israelites playing! <laughs> Watch out for blood and flying intestines. So there's also a period of eating. When you sacrifice a thank offering to the Lord, you have to sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf, and it must be eaten that same day. You can't leave any of it till the morning. I am the Lord. (laughs) I like how he signed it. Fun fact, the downfall of the of the Nazis in World War Two mm-hmm. was signing every single like telegram or like coded message with Heil Hitler. Oh yeah. Th- that allowed Alan Turing to crack the Enigma code. So the I am the Lord thing, that's gonna be your downfall one day. Oh yeah. Just saying. It happened to Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Godwin's <laughs> law. So they're also not allowed to eat any leavened bread. Do not offer the blood of a sacrifice to me along with anything containing yeast. Uh, The fat of my festival offerings must not be kept until morning. You know, maybe God is a woman and that's why he doesn't like yeast. He's like, don't give me that goddamn yeast. I don't want no infection. Well, I don't think it's about that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weirdo. (laughs) All right. So you ready to go into some other rituals? Why not? Uh, This is fun. (laughs) Well, so one interesting thing that they do is that the Aaron's family, Aaron's sons, the priests, have to continually keep the lamps burning. They aren't allowed to go out. The ones at the at the tents of the meeting, right? Okay. So the Lord said to Moses, command the Israelites to bring you clear oil of pressed olives for the light so that the lamps may be kept burning continually. Outside the curtain of the testimony in the tent of the meeting, Aaron is to tend to the lamps before the Lord from evening till morning continually. This is to be a lasting ordinance for generations to come. The lamps on pure gold lampstand before the Lord must be tended continually. And this is important or else God will shove those fucking fireballs up your ass, okay? (laughs) Don't fuck with them. Yeah. 
Um, okay, and now I know you love this. You ready for showbread? Showbread. Yeah. This this is my showbread, people. You like it? <laughs> I spent many a years crafting this shit. Yeah. It's on a gold table. <laughs> Take fine flour and bake 12 loaves of bread using two tenths of whatever the fuck that is for each loaf. Set them in two rows, six in each row, on the table of pure gold before the Lord. Told you about the pure gold shit. Mm -hmm. Y'all thought I was joking. (laughs) Along each row, put some pure incense as a memorial portion to represent the bread and to be an offering made to the Lord by fire. Wait, so you got to represent the bread that's right there on the gold fucking thing? Yeah. (laughs) I just imagine it right now. This is my representative right here. (laughs) You can talk to him or me. It doesn't really fucking matter. (laughs) Yeah. This is bread, John. (laughs) (laughs) This bread is to be set out before the Lord regularly, Sabbath after Sabbath, on behalf of the Israelites as a lasting covenant. It belongs to Aaron and his sons who are to eat it in a holy place because it is most holy part of their regular share of the offerings made to the Lord. So, like, he makes sure that the, well, the priests make sure that by God's word, right, they have money, they have clothes, they have oil for the candles or for the lamps, they have bread, they have meat, they have everything that they need. And all they have to do is tell people, hey, these are the things you have to sacrifice at these times and these are our portions and these are the things that you have to sacrifice because you were wrong and this is what you have to pay us because of it. And and it's interesting that, you know. Yeah, I don't know why all of this whole fucking red tape shit for all of this stuff. I mean, it's it's like last time a lot of people were commenting about how OCD God is. But I mean, God damn. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Okay, so the last thing for today, we're going to talk about the Aaronic Benediction. Oh, this is the Pope thingy. <laughs> no, this is not a Pope thingy. Well, a benediction, benedict. What is benediction? What is this shit? A benediction is like a like a prayer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna call this thing? Let's call it benediction. Well, why don't we just stick with prayer? Well, no, like a- benediction it is. Shut the fuck up there, Jeremiah. It's like a blessing. Okay. Okay. So the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. Like, does he mean tattoo it on their ass like a brand or something? Like, no, tattoos are good The me. Lord's. <laughs> and it's like right there on their ass cheek. So anybody coming by can just look at their ass cheek and be like, oh, that's the Lord's brand right there. Did you just talk about tattooing all the Jews? because i'm pretty sure that's just what she did (laughs) yeah but it's all with the same brand it's not different numbers oh okay next time we're going to talk about rules for the priests defilement for the dead the holy appearance non-approved marriages harlot daughters rules for high priests um blemished people aren't allowed to serve right Mm, even Aaron's sons if they're blemished like, if they have a zit? Like, I don't want no zitty fuckers up here, okay, Aaron? No, they can't be hunchbacked or dwarfed or have a crippled foot or have eyes that point in two different directions. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, blemished, I think, of like a zit, like a blemish. No, like their body's blemished. They also can't have damaged testicles. <laughs> 
I can just see God up there like, let me see your testicles. Hey, motherfucker, this is in Leviticus. <laughs> and let me tell you something. This should be rules for like when people come to be pastors and priests and rabbis and shit. <laughs> if they have crippled hands, if they're lame, uh, if they're blind. Uh, okay, I wasn't wrong about what blemish means now, though, am I? Well, it it it, it is a meaning. Oh, okay. I've just only heard blemish as like meaning like a zit or something. Oh, no, that's not what this means in this case. But it does say anyone who has festering or running sores. <laughs> okay, I guess that could loosely be a zit. <laughs> so no descendant of Aaron who has any defect can come near to present the offerings made to the Lord by fire. He can eat it, but he's not allowed to go near the curtain or approach the altar because he'll desecrate the sanctuary. Well, I mean, basically God will lose his boner if one of them fuckers comes up there. And so he's got to keep full chub throughout the entire thing or it's all for naught. Yeah, we're going to talk about stuff that's unclean. Um, that you're not allowed to touch. Uh, We're going to talk about the sabbatical year, the year of Jubilee, purchase of property, redemption of property, releasing servants, and redemption of servants. So that's what we're going to talk about next time. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the Jubilee part. You know, Jubilee is an X-Men that she fires firecrackers out of her fingers. A, a Jubilee is also 50-year time period. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, I don't know why the fuck she's called Jubilee an X-Men. <laughs> Like, like, if she was 50 years old, I could understand. <laughs> Jubilee! Hey, come on over here. <laughs> How'd you get your name? I'm 50. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what I would like to know down below is what kind of crazy shit you would offer to atone for your sins, and what exactly was that sin that you are atoning for? Remember, it's got to match, like, the monetary value of what you sacrifice has to match what you did. So... You know, value yourselves appropriately, people. But anyways, heathens, I guess we'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.